This is the Barbecue Central Radio Show, which is recorded live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central Radio Show is being brought to you by The Barbecue Guru, the original creators of automatic temperature control devices, now offering four different models for you to choose from. Rest easy knowing that The Barbecue Guru is controlling your temperature so you can get on with your life. Visit BBQGuru.com or call 800-288-GURU for more information. And by Fred's Music and Tasty Licks BBQ Supply, your online barbecue and grilling superstore. From cookers to grills, wood chips and chunks, and everything in between, also be sure to try the Tasty Licks barbecue brand of rubs and sauces. Check Fred out online at TastyLicksBBQ.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers. Located in beautiful Willoughby, Ohio, Stephen DeFranco Jewelers is a family-owned and operated business looking to service the great folks of the barbecue and grilling world. Get free shipping and big discounts by mentioning my name and the term Barbecue Brother. Check out their inventory by visiting stephendefranco.com. And by Butcher Barbecue. With 30 years of experience in retail, wholesale, meat markets, food service, and customer service. Using that experience, everything they do and sell at Butcher's Barbecue comes from real-world knowledge. Check out their award-winning spices, sauces, marinades, and injections by visiting ButcherBBQ.com. Always trust your butcher. And by iGrill. The iGrill is a Bluetooth-enabled cooking thermometer that allows you to monitor the temperature of your food and smoker or grill from up to 200 feet away. Using the free iGrill app for your iPhone, iPad, and Android devices, you can set preferred temperatures, and your smart device will alert you when it's ready. It's perfect for cooking steaks to perfection or low and slow smokers overnight. Head to iGrillInc, that's the letter I, grillinc.com to learn more. And by Barbecuer's Delight Wood Pellets, the barbecue wood pellet choice of competition cooks and backyard hacks just like me. The perfect blend of two-thirds oak and one-third flavor wood gives you that right BTU burn and flavor that you're looking to get all over your meat with smoky goodness. Visit BBQRSDelight.com. And by Arno Smokers, a custom pit builder using innovation and art in each of their cutting-edge offset and vault-style barbecue pits. Located in the heart of Texas near Fort Worth, Granberry has been the home to Arno Smokers since the beginning. Arno Smokers has continued to widen its range using visionary planning both on the design level and the quality of craftsmanship to bring their customers the finest custom pits on the market. Please get in contact with Billy, B-I-L-L-I-E underscore R-O-Smokers at Yahoo.com or Tony at Tony underscore R-O-Smokers at Yahoo.com or visit their main website, R, the letter N, the letter O, R-N-O, Smokers.com. And by Green Mountain Grills. Discover something you're really going to love, cooking with pellets. Green Mountain Grills are widely available across the country. Top-of-the-line manufacturing, but not the highest in price. Visit GreenMountainGrills.com to get started on your pellet adventure today. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure you say whatever? We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea.
All right. Good evening and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. Uh, this is the show that talks about all things important in the world of uh, barbecue and grilling, broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of uh, Cleveland, Ohio, rapidly becoming known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on Tuesday. You want to jump in on the show tonight? More than happy to have you do it. One of two ways to get in touch with me, should you see fit, toll-free phone call. 877 You can also email the show if you would care to. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Don't forget the the part, thebbqcentralshow.com. Everything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. Here's what's happening, in case you didn't get the newsletter. Uh, still about 100 or so spots left, so if you want to jump in, head over to the main website, sign up. Right in the top right-hand navigation says sign up for newsletter, pop in an email address. Uh, you will get sent the weekly show newsletter that shows up right around 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. every Tuesday. Once you sign up, the initial time, you will also get my very own homemade barbecue sauce recipe. Just me saying thanks for signing up for the newsletter. Coming up in about 13 minutes from now, Donnie Bray, Warren County Pork Choppers, will be in to talk about, really, when you think about it, probably uh, the biggest win, as if you're looking at it from a competition standpoint only, uh, probably the biggest win that took place during the course of this past weekend's events. Now, I'm sure arguing from everybody that actually won an event, including my second-hour guest as well, but uh, really if you dig down deep into the guts of competition barbecue, especially 2013, and who Donnie won up against, uh, definitely probably the biggest win uh, to date so far in regards to a weekend of competition barbecue. And, of course, we have many weekends of great competition barbecue coming up. October is among us, or upon us, as they would say it in correct English, starting today. So everybody knows October, and then, of course, leading into November, the biggest four, five, six weeks of the competition barbecue season. And I got kicked off in fine fashion uh, this weekend past. So Donnie Bray, Warren County Pork Choppers, will be joining me to recap that win. 35 past the hour. I have been chasing and chasing and chasing, so we don't know if he will actually show up or not. But in the queue, Fred Bernardo, the uh, smoking guitar player himself from Tasty Licks Barbecue, may or may not be 10 or 9.35. Then we'll move to the second hour. 10.14, the pitmaster of the American Dream Barbecue team, a one-time guest prior now, second-time guest and a big win at the Sam's Club local, David Qualls joins us. And uh, at 10.35, I know I said I wouldn't give you any heads-up prior, but since this is the last week of the uh, Pit Barrel Barbecue Cooker Giveaway, my phone just went off. Got to turn it on silence. Um, since this is the last week of the free Pit Barrel Cooker Giveaway, Want to make sure that everybody has ample heads up. We'll be doing the last one, so this will make three in as many weeks. 10.35 is going to be the segment that we're going to do it. So take notes. Stay tuned because we've got a jam-packed hour and a half first, but then we will uh, wrap the show more or less with the last week of giveaways uh, from Pit Barrel Cookers. So, since you're watching the show, or maybe you're listening, uh, do me a favor, let everybody know 
that this show is up and running right now. It is on streaming through the Internet. OutdoorCookingChannel.com has graciously hosted the video side of this thing for a number of months now. Uh, you can also get it audibly only at uh, my main website. You can find it on TuneIn Radio as well through a number of the app stores on your smart devices. You can find it through uh, Google. You can find it, uh, which is uh, Google Play Store, Android devices. You can find it through iOS. You can find it through BlackBerry. All of them have it. And then just search BBQ Central. That should pretty much get you where you need to go. And then add it as a favorite so you can tune in whenever you want. Don't forget, um, when the show is not airing between 9 and 11 p.m. Tuesdays and, of course, tomorrow between 9 and 10 p.m., it's all reruns. So if you missed a show at some point this year, there's a good chance that you'll be able to catch up on it uh, through the course. All right. Uh, don't forget, you can also stream on Roku as well. Get a Roku, download the Outdoor Cooking Channel app, and then hit the Watch Now button. On Tuesdays between 9 and 11, Wednesdays between 9 and 10, you'll be able to watch me live right on your big screen. And then uh, I have my own little archive station on there as well, right next to the live stream option and you can take in all the shows we've ever done through uh the outdoor cooking channel right there on uh, roku so enjoy that now for the last month we have been giving away a prize a sauce prize pack from ted daigle over at uh, cajun sweet and sour and this weekend i did make it a point to go and try uh, another one of his sauces so i want to kind of unveil the uh, my thoughts if you will Two nights ago, I did pork tenderloin, and we got the habanero hot sauce. So obviously, you know, habanero, this is going to lead to people. But, you know, there's a lot of promoting these days of the term or the word habanero. And for large parts of it, there isn't a lot of punch back in your face uh, when it comes to the heat. So while it says it, it's not necessarily overwhelming. Uh, this sauce, however, not to be mistaken, this one will really eat your face off. Hot. Like it had that it's going to be hot taste first. Have you ever tasted like a really hot barbecue sauce that's made with habaneros uh, or it's billing itself as something that could possibly melt aluminum or steel if you just put it over there uncut? That taste, it the taste of hot... I mean, I really don't know how else to describe it, but when something is really hot, yeah, it's like my wife is like, that taste right there. It it tasted like it was going to hurt right away, and then it, it, it and then it did. I mean, it was hot, no doubt about it. And then it tried to effort some type of a back end flavor, but it just couldn't overcome the heat. So my thought was, you know, if you really like the hot stuff, you're probably going to dig this. If not, might be better as an addition or an additional ingredient to some other sauce. Maybe make a homemade sauce and you're looking to spice it up a little bit. You know, you could add, you know, a couple, two, three, four tablespoons of this and it would uh, heat up quite a bit. And you could get away. Barbecue people aren't typically, you know, chili heads. Chili heads, typically barbecue people, but it doesn't typically work the other way around. So if you are afraid of the heat, out of the sauces that you get, especially if you've won this prize pack, you might want to mix it or cut it with something because this one uh, really has the potential of getting you into a very hot, sweaty mess in probably two or three minutes if you just continue to eat it. 
Don't forget, Pit Barrel Cooker giveaway contest. Uh, tonight we are doing athlete or porn star, 1035 tonight. So brush up on your athletes, brush up on your adult entertainment. Let me show you this picture. I was perusing the Facebooks, and uh, I have to credit uh, Rob Bass with this picture. And now some spell Rob with the B-A-S-S, but not him. It's B-A... Is it? No, it's Bass. He called in on the show. I think Rob, is it Bass or Bass? Sorry. I apologize if I'm incorrect. Look at this picture. I'm going to show you something. It's called the Burger Cake. Apologize to the people who are only listening audibly because you can't see it. But look at this thing. So if you really look at it in a deeper perspective, shoot a screenshot if you're watching it on your phone. The bottom layer looks like mini cupcakes that were glazed you know, with some type of a gray-black icing. Then you have a piping, like, uh, I don't know what you call it, icing piping, ice pipe, piped icing as the grill grate. I haven't gotten a confirmation on exactly what the burger patty is, but to me it looks like a pressed-out coating or icing on it. And then I'm guessing probably some type of an orange fondant for the cheese. Very creative. Looks delicious. I'm not sure exactly how you're going to cut that and have it actually be you know, easily eaten, but I think you're probably going more for the shock value of it being a very cool cake up front and worrying about how the hell you're going to eat it. Couldn't be more secondary. It's eye-catching first. Culinarily consumed with ease. Second, maybe fifth. But Rob, uh, props to the wife. Um, okay, hold on a second here. Kevin Bevington checking in. I knew I was going to get hell for this one. I said been hosting it for a number of months. Um, Greg, have been hosting the show on the Outdoor Cooking Channel for well over two years now. Number of months. Hey, 116 shows, to my knowledge, Kevin, is in, say, 47 months. I said a number. 116 does happen to be a number. Thank you. Some say two years, some say a number of months, whatever. All right, folks, a lot of great things coming. A lot of great things coming up down the pike. Maybe you got a birthday, maybe you got some holiday stuff you want to get out of the way. No better place to do any jewelry shopping that you might be thinking of than with my good friend Stephen DeFranco over at Stephen DeFranco Jewelers, uh, privately owned, solely owned by Stephen DeFranco. Don't do yourself a disservice by going into the chain stores at the malls and have some punk ass who has no idea what he's talking about try and you know, sell you into something. Last time I checked, jewelry does have the propensity to cost quite a bit of money, you know, more than $10 pack of batteries or what have you. You don't need to be sold into something that you really don't want. That's why I always recommend that you call Steven. If you have the ability to get out there and visit with him face-to-face, that would be great. But talking to him on the phone, next best thing. Uh, he's not going to try and sell you into anything. Basically what he's doing, he's along for the journey. You're going to tell him kind of what you're looking at, uh, what kind of a budget you're looking to stay in, what kind of a mood or a feeling you're trying to create with this gift, and then he's going to lend his expert knowledge, making recommendations. But ultimately, you're the one that's going to be choosing because you're the one that's going to be paying. Now, when you're dealing with somebody like Stephen DeFranco, you are going to get things like a uh, deep discount when you mention the fact that you listen to the Barbecue Central show, when you say you're a barbecue brother or sister. Look, 
Don't take my word for it. You call them 440-943-2700, 440-943-2700, or peruse the inventory at stephendefranco.com. You can click on the logo right there on my main website, and then ask for Steve. And know that he is taking care of some of the top men in the barbecue, grilling, entertainment, music industries. The list is absolutely impressive. Ask him who he's helped. You'd be surprised. I know he's going to be able to help you too. Stephen DeFranco, stephendefranco.com, 440-943-2700. We're back with Donnie Bray right after this. Stick around. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Talking and I got no microphone on. Great. All right. Uh, my first guest tonight just walked away with a huge win this past weekend in Owenboro, Kentucky, over the top-ranked True Bud Barbecue team. Forty-three other teams as well, and they are currently ranked number two overall in the KCBS Team of the Year standings. Having a great year. Let's go ahead and race over to the hotline and welcome back friend of the show, pitmaster of Warren County Pork Choppers, Donnie Bray, joins me here on the show. Donnie, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How about you? Doing absolutely fabulous, Donnie. Appreciate you asking and making time for the show. Uh, I guess before we get into the contest this past weekend, uh, maybe you could refresh us just a little bit on kind of why and how you decided to get in the world of competition barbecue. Uh, you know, I, I did one in 1989. I did one. It was a little non-sanctioned thing. And, uh, you know, I've been hooked on barbecue uh, Steve, my cousin, built the old smoker Tom that we've been using. And um, I don't know, we just played with it for years and then dabbled a little bit with the uh, the other side there with the Memphis teams and uh, didn't really like that, like the blind judging and uh, started in, I guess it was uh, 09, I, I guess it was. And uh, met uh, Steve Keach with ZZQ and uh, on our first contest and Seen all the camaraderie and been hooked ever since. Donnie Bray joining me here from Warren County Pork Choppers. If you want to check out their website uh, while we're talking, Warren County Pork Choppers, just like it sounds, dot com. All right, so big weekend has come and gone. Warren County come out of the top, um, come out on top, and it, with a score of six ninety seven and change. So I mean, hovering right around that seven hundred mark, which is very impressive. Great on its own for sure, but. You also put a halt to the True Bud win streak, which was currently at six before this past weekend. There was some pre-event write-up in the paper talking a little bit about the meeting between the two teams. You know, how was that article written in your view, and did you see this as a Warren County versus True Bud first, and then everybody else second? Well, you know, there's a there's a lot of different people that took it a lot of different ways. Uh, we both was interviewed, and um, I think Tim. Uh, just straight up, you know, strictly business. 
he said what he what he came to do and what he needed to do. He's going for team of the year, and in his book, what he needed to do was come and stop me from getting points and him to get points. I, you know, and I know it, that's exactly the way it needs to be said. Uh, it was actually uh, Rod Gray had had told me. He said, "Donnie, if you want to make a run for this, you need to make sure you cook fifty team contest." And any chance you can, you need to cook against him. Um, so it was told to me, and almost in those very words is the way Tim said it in the in the paper. So he was just doing business, but there was a lot of people that took it that it would be me against him, or even a lot of them that it was them against him. So, um, you know, everybody wanted a shot at the champ. So that was many different ways it took it. Uh, me, I didn't know Tim. Uh, he he was the man. He came to me, introduced himself. We talked about an hour. He told me so many things I didn't even know about KCBS and how points even work. There's, and, and you just would not realize how many teams that don't understand the point system. Uh, he came there strictly for points. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, to answer your question, every everybody there either had a situation they felt like that he was after them or he was after me. So that, um, that, that was just something that, because most of those teams don't go for points, but they're great cooks. Uh, some of them, if they choose to do like we do, go out there and beat their brains out every week, you'd see a, a great big pile of 2,800 scores this year. Donnie, have you ever been in a position, you know, like him going into a quote unquote hostile environment where, you know, either people want a piece of him or, you know, they feel it's, you know, you against him and, and you're in your backyard. Have you, have you been in an environment that is like that? And, and how do you think that might affect a cook for you? Uh, I, I personally haven't. Um, I, I've been blessed this year with a lot of, a lot of good wins. Um, and I've been cooking where I wanted to cook. Uh, I've cooked in the, in areas that I feel like the Southeast is some of the toughest teams in the world. Um, and they're, they're usually, you know, contests that's 45 to 50 teams. So I haven't had to go anywhere. I really haven't been um, doing anything but just having fun. And uh, then all of a sudden the points thing starts coming together. And when it does, I, if I was to go – I think Cook, Kansas, I'd probably get about the same thing that Tim got here. Um, you know, that, uh, there's people that's, uh, that keep up with this like NASCAR. So they're going to they're gonna love some and hate some. Donnie Braid joining me here on the show. All right, Donnie, so let's go ahead and uh, take a quick peek back at the event itself. As far as results are concerned, uh, you win chicken, uh, fourth in ribs, you win pork, you get a 19th in brisket. You know, of the first three, I mean, are you pretty much jacked up with two wins? Uh, you feeling like this is probably one of the better cooks you've had so far? It, it was. I mean, you know, usually chicken call is sort of the thing that either makes you or breaks you. So when, if you win chicken, you really got a good feeling going in. Um, you know, I've, I've been dabbling with chicken myself and Jackie Price smoke on this. We sort of teamed up and tried to learn chicken all year and just struggled with it off and on. But we've stumbled across a couple of things in the last month or two that's been having us hit pretty good and my chicken did actually come out better than normal and knowing that i was up against a champ i just uh i probably at right before turn in i probably kicked it up probably 10 notches more than i usually do taking a chance 
luckily the judges liked it, you know, the heat and the salt and uh, it, it, it worked the way I wanted it to. So when you don't, if you get three calls in a row, you win two of the three, and then you don't hear anything in brisket, what's your mindset there? You think you tank that one off pretty good? You think you're just outside of the top ten? What was running through your mind there with no call in brisket? Um, well, I was scared. I, I Basically, the last four or five contests, we've had one that would hit bottom like that. And, and with that, you know, I, we, we bounced back and forth about turning burn-ins turn them in or not to turn them in. We, um, you know, in Kentucky, not everybody understands burn-ins. Uh, you know, if you can render the fat out of them, they're, they're really good. Uh, you get on a table, it's got some, uh, you know, smaller ladies. They don't like all that fat. So we was, we didn't put them in right before we got ready to turn the box in. We hold up, we got the box back open, put the burn-ins in. And when I didn't get a call, I felt then that I probably didn't make the right decision. All right, so once you get through the overall calls, um, you start getting closer and closer to reserve and then grand. When Tim was called for third overall, did you feel more or less confident that you might win given the results that you had had holding the brisket aside? You know, at that time when he got the third place call, to me it was a big relief off of even if I – even if I wasn't there, that means that our points stayed the same. So I had a chance to live and fight again. So um, it was a relief, but that was probably the first thing that went over, went through my mind is just, oh, you know, I get a, I get a chance to go again. And I'm not, you know, uh, I was hoping that I at least, at least uh, got a reserve. You know, if I'd lost that contest in, in the last three or four where Tim has had really a really good run on six, I probably had the opposite. Mine had a category that would throw me out just like that that brisket did. So, And I just came from Tunica, Mississippi and finished 10th with three calls. And I said, oh, no, not again. So what if I'd finished 11th? Um, and at that point in time, I would feel, you know, out of all of the things that was going between friends, uh, other cook teams, uh, the champ is here to cook. He's come here to, to get the points, and that's what he should be doing anyway. Um, and then I finished 11th. I, I would have probably just crawled under the chair, dug me a hole, and tried to get my truck and leave. What, I mean, would it have been you know that much worse because of that pregame hype and kind of being in your backyard and having Tim come in then? Uh, oh, I think so. You know, he he was um, he said what he needed to do, and you know that 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 works in boxing. That works in NASCAR. It's good for the sport. He, you know, he said what he needed to say. He came to do exactly what he wanted to do, uh, and had it worked on his side, uh, I don't know if I could show my face in Kentucky. Uh, so I, you know, it was it, I tried hard, and and I think uh, I. I don't know. Maybe karma beat him and not me. I, I don't know. I, 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 there was. I watched them all weekend. They had everything together. They were smooth. They was calm. They was cool. He played his part of being a champ at the best that, that anybody could do, and that alone scared me. Just to see him and watch him, it just looked like he, he was flawless. Donnie Bray joining me here on the show. Warren County Pork Choppers is the name of the website, and that's the web address if you want to check it out. Uh, Donnie, you know, big month in competitive barbecue being October. However, you aren't turning around this weekend going out to the Royal. Why not? 
Well, uh, there's a, another contest in Kentucky that uh, that's put on in Springfield. Uh, th this man puts his heart and soul into it year round, and um, you know I need points. But on the other hand, as, as I was talking with Tim, until Ralph changes the date of the Springfield contest, I'll probably not go to the Royal. Actually, last year, because a good friend of mine was going, he talked me into it. I paid my money. And right up to that time, uh, I was going to go, and then I backed out and lost my money. There's another little thing that's going on, and that's uh, the Jim Beam. Uh, that's a points that uh, for the six. Kentucky contests, your best three go in to a uh, points fund for the Jim Beam that they total, uh, total payout of $6,000, $3,000 to the winner, $2,000 second, and $1,000 first. And I won that last year in, in its, first, uh, its first year out. And uh, just seen on Facebook, Ralph posted that after winning the Owensboro, I'm 10 points ahead and first place in the Jim Beam. So... Uh, that's the last contest, and I'd be pretty bold to walk off and not do the last contest and try to uh, get a few more points because that's that's the end of it. This this next weekend is where you uh, where that winner is announced. So, barring any uh, contest changing on on those uh, promoters or those uh, guys that put them on, Warren County Pork Choppers is not going to be long for the uh, for the American Royal. Probably not. I, I, I hate to say that, but I just, uh, I love Kentucky and I love cooking in Kentucky and uh, I would love to go to the Royal. But to me that, uh, you know, I, I don't, it, to see the people, uh, I think I, I think if I went out there in 652 teams and to brag about getting a 25 place call, I don't know if it's worth driving that far to me. <laughs> Yeah, there's a little thing called return on investment. I'm all I'm a businessman, Donnie. I understand that more than anybody else, so I can appreciate your point of view on that. Um, you know, you have eight wins this year. You have four reserves out of the 24 events or so that you've done in 2013. You know, for many, that's a huge year standing on its head. How are you seeing I, I think, it? Go ahead. That's uh, I think it's nine grands after Owensboro. All right. Well, barbecue race uh, once again has updated incorrect. Thank you. Man, oh man. Keith Hall, we're going to have words. Anyway, so nine wins. Um, regardless, a lot of teams would be happy just with that. That would be a great year for a lot of teams out there. How are you seeing right now Warren County Pork Choppers in October? Better year than expected, right on track? What do you think? I think I think definitely better than expected. Um, I don't know if we got time. I can give you a little story about why I'm trying so hard this yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. Um, Actually, I felt like out of all the things that went good for this team last year, I dropped the ball at the five-yard line on everything that I'd done, no matter what. Um, and I just felt like, hey, I'm not trying hard enough. You know, you if you go and you put yourself into a competition situation, you've got to go inside yourself and find things that you didn't have because you're going up against people that, that are going that deep in themselves. So, uh uh, I made it in a twenty uh, second, so that got me into the um, to go to the awards banquet. When I got there, it was a blast, and it being in Kansas City, country boy had never been there, uh, done everything from gambling to eating at all the uh, great barbecue joints, um, and then uh, the little thing that they done about selling off the the uh, tickets for the 
the events and then the bartering that went back and forth swapping and felt like he was on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange and <laughs> hanging out with Team of the Year um, Three Eyes last year. And it was just probably more fun than I, than I would expect barbecue to have. So I left there saying, no matter what, I'm going to try as hard as I can do. I'm not going to go at the end of the year say, well, what if I had done this? What if I had cooked more? What if... What if I had a better smoker? What if I had a better trailer? I changed everything, changed smokers, changed, had a trailer ordered. I done everything that I possibly could do. And then I, then I gave my head and cook every weekend I possibly can. Uh, no fishing, no hunting, no whatever. We're going to cook. And even at that, I didn't feel like that I would be uh, in this position at this time. I still say that, that I got 2,915 points by cooking with the people I wanted to be with and the team and the, the contest and the reps that I wanted to be with. And I really hadn't chased anything. And my first encounter with that was this weekend, first encounter with uh, team of the year. Didn't know that, uh, that Tim was within three points of setting an all time team of the year points record. Yeah. Uh, he told me that, and I didn't know. I don't know anything about the points. I, I know how to cook barbecue, <laughs> um, but I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of this game. And uh, but he told me that Q had set that record. I think at twenty nine forty two, and in three more points, he could he could set a new record. So I, I really feel a little bit bad in a way that I'm in his way, and because I've had a good year, that I'm in his way or that he's in my way, but you know, I want to win every contest I can, but I don't want it to cost anybody anything. I'm not out to beat anybody. I don't know anybody out there that I just want to just go beat. I just want to be the best I can be. Donnie Bray is the pit master of Warren County pork choppers currently ranked number two in the KCBS team of the year points race, ready to head down uh, to the Jack Daniels. You're going to the Jack, right? You got the automatic bid. Yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, that, that was amazing. Uh, a little bit about that. The first year I got to go to the Jack, I didn't know that you're supposed to call a gentleman to tell him how big your rig was or anything like that. So I got put in a baseball field. I didn't even know that there was any spectators at the Jack. I didn't see anybody. Um, so I didn't have a good time. The next year I got put under the wing of uh, Long Dogs and Swig and Pig, and they said, we'll show you a good time. So they put me up there on the creek where I think I had Johnny Trigger's old spot and man I just loved it all the people it was just so great and I said then I said I want to go back well the the next year after that which is last year I had five I had five wins and didn't get drawn so this year it's like well I need seven so I can take that out of the equation so uh, that was a, a big big deal for me to get that that seven um, then I got eight in a no man's land and that was right before the the cutoff so that eight just went out into outer space somewhere so this weekend uh here at owensboro i finally got one that counted for next year but the jack uh and i'm sure if i would go to the royal i'd feel the same way you can see i'm just a i'm just a newbie uh as far as the game goes that i'm just being entertained everywhere i go and loving every minute of it so i'll be fighting pretty hard next year just uh, i'm sure there'll be not more goals and uh, and i love the people gosh almighty i could i just couldn't even count the people that that i feel like is close enough that 
they're closer than family that's scattered out throughout this United States. And barbecue, just wonderful to bring that to me. Donnie Bray, class act, doing very well this year. And uh, from what I understand, maybe uh, you got a birthday coming up tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be 52 years old. Happy birthday. There you go. <laughs> happy, yeah, right. Uh, happy birthday to you early from us uh, here at the show, Donnie. And uh, thanks for coming out tonight. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you got it. There he is, Donnie Bray from Warren County Pork Choppers. If you need it. Wow. Did you say 52 and he feels 57? Something like that. That was funny. Big win this past weekend. Big win. All right, gang, let me talk to you uh, quickly about Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply. We may or may not have Fred here uh, after this segment. Uh, as, you, as you well know, trusted online retailer carrying many new products that we uh, hope to actually be talking to Fred about. Oak Ridge Brines and Rubs, Plowboys, Rubs and Sauces, Smoke on Wheels products. Tasty Licks has them all. Also, your Big Green Egg headquarters, including many items that you can't find anywhere else for the Big Green Egg. They're in stock, ready to ship out. Carrying Harry Sue's new chicken rub. How about injections? Yeah, they got the Heavy Hitters, the Cosmos Q, the Butcher's Barbecue. How about some of the other show sponsors? Barbecue Guru, all their associated accessories. Casey Licks, a green mountain grill pellet dealer. Fred says right here on the show, classes provided to the public. Fred teaches a lot of them, but he's flying in big names every uh, two, three, four times a year, depending on uh, what his clientele demands. Pension teams. Casey Licks, your competition headquarters as well. All supplies for competition teams. Pans in different sizes, aluminum trays, gloves, thermometers, turn-in boxes for practice. Got to make it your one-stop shop. Doing yourself a disservice if you're not. TastyLicksBBQ.com, the place to go. So head on over now. Enjoy the videos that Fred puts up on his page. Very entertaining. Plenty of knowledge, plenty of humor. And don't forget that Tasty Licks manufactures their own lines of rub and sauce. Try those. Got to try. When you order, drop Fred a line. They heard about him here on this show. Let him know his support of this show is appreciated. You're going to appreciate him right back by ordering from his store, TastyLicksBBQ.com. That's TastyLicksBBQ.com. If you are in Shillington, Pennsylvania, Fred would be more than happy to have you actually stop in to the physical location, peruse his inventory, and then perhaps buy a bunch of stuff. He'd be more than happy to have it. I mean, they cook like all the time over. Look how many videos he has. Cooking all the time. KCLeaksBBQ.com. Uh, perhaps we're back with a smoking guitar player. Stick around. Uh, giveaway coming up right out of the break. Knox seasoning. Ooh, want to get your hands on this stuff? I'll tell you all about it here in just a second. I just told you about it. Knox Seasonings. Knox, K-N-O-X, Spice, you know how to spell that, dot com. KnoxSpice.com, the website if you want to check it out. Uh, if you don't win, I highly suggest you pick up a whole bunch of this stuff. It's some of my favorite rub out there. 
Uh, we're giving away the gift set, in quotation marks. The gift set includes Knox Jamaican Jerk, Chipotle Barbecue Rub, Cracked Pepper Rub, which is, oh, on steaks, it's so good. Any, oh, so Knox Ch- Yummy Chicken, a decorative band, ships with recipes and a card. I think it's uh, damn near $30. Ships you free. Again, the Jamaican Jerk, Chipotle Barbecue, Cracked Pepper, Yummy Chicken. You get a decorative band and recipes and a card. You send me an email that says in the subject line, Donnie Bray, WC Pork Choppers. Donnie Bray, WC Pork Choppers. And you can win the Knox Seasonings, the gift set, KnoxSpice.com. Good luck. Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampy. Big B, Let's go! I'm an outlaw. Give me two shots. We don't need a radio. Bring a jukebox. For my outlaws, bring me three shots. All right, we are back. I'm a whiskey drinking. 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. And we're looking for a winner here. Let's see who gets in first so I can uh, make my due notations. All right, here we go. We got a winner. Uh, no name on this one except... Pitmaster. Pitmaster. Pitmaster, you win. Uh, if you know who you are, Pitmaster, please feel free to shoot me back an email with your shipping address. And then in that subject line, uh, oh, okay, that's uh, Corey Schrader. Schroeder? I always forget, Corey. I apologize. Corey. Shh. Um. Corey, send me a uh, email with your shipping info, and then in the subject line put the Knox Spice K N O X Knox Spice. Corey, all right, congratulations to you, Corey. Good on you, buddy. All right, uh, coming up next, uh, coming into the next segment. A $20 gift certificate from the Barbecue Superstore, which you can find at thebbqsuperstore.com. You would recall that's been doubled up from 10 to now 20 for you non-mathematicians. Uh, later in the second hour, Jim Elser from Sweet Smoke Q giving away a bottle of the Sweet Smoke Q juice. Have you tried that? Sweet Smoke Q juice? You might want to try that. Sweet Smoke, the letter Q.com, Sweet Smoke Q.com. And then uh, we're giving away some easy hooks as well from barbecue, bbqhooks.com, bbqhooks.com, two medium handle hooks. Thanks to Marsha Perry and Easy Hooks for that giveaway. Let me tell you something. I don't know if anybody's had an Easy Hook before, but uh, you know, if you're looking for multiple uses for a same device, not only is it going to flip your racks of ribs with ease and your big briskets and all that stuff. Chickens, chickens. A lot of the competition guys use the hook so they don't, you know, screw up the sauce or whatever. Or it's easier to sauce up that way. It's a gr- it's a, a superior bacon clipper. I'm not even kidding. Superior. All right, so now I am maybe calling Fred uh, Bonato. He wanted to be on. Would you like 
to leave a video message. No, I don't want to leave a video message. I want to leave. I want to talk to Fred. I want to have a conversation. I want to see what's happening with a smoking guitar player. These are things that the people want to know about. Don't forget, huge night tomorrow, and I'm not talking about the new. I'm talking about the Cleveland Indians in the playoff. One game playoff, wild card against the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Of course, everybody knows they're not called the Devil Rays anymore. Tampa Bay Rays. But I'm very excited to uh, pretty much miss maybe four innings of the game by doing the new hour of the show. Thank you. Game starts at uh, 8. I'll be able to see maybe the first uh, three, four innings, and then 9 to 10, I'll be off. So I'll be counting on the Central Lights to... You have no hope against our race. Well, the problem is, Chad, that you guys used your best pitcher last night. Get that big stuff out of here. We don't have just one best pitcher. We have a stable of four best pitchers. And our ace is coming out of the bullpen, so suck it and suck it double. Get that big stuff out of here. Watch out, Boston. Here we come. Rolling right along. All right. Fred Bernardo looks to be a little out of sorts. I should have known that by the fact that I sent him 57 messages, and I did not get an answer back. You both better enjoy this game as my Red Sox are waiting for you, said Patrick. Well said, Patrick. Well said. Although, I will add, I'm not going to turn this into a sports talk show, but when we beat the Devil, or the Rays, Rays, tomorrow, the stage is set for one of the most involves storylines of an ALDS in recent memory. You would recall that a number of years ago, Terry Francona run out of Beantown, uh, most notably because he was letting the people in uh, the people, the players in the locker room, uh, drink beer and eat chicken, which he addressed after the win uh, the other night, saying that they've stayed away from the beer and the chicken here in Cleveland. That's really helped quite a bit. Not going to disagree. I think people in Boston are going to be a little disappointed with the results of that series. But let's win one first before we get into it. All right, enough about that. I got an email from a listener, and it asked this question. So I'll be interested to see what your reaction is to this. How do teams deal with friends and family coming over for a home party and expecting competition-style barbecue when you can't explain to them that it would not be enjoyable? A, and B, no way are you doing all that for friends and family for a party. That's a great email. So first of all, thank you very much. Patrick, we are not betting eyebrows. Me and Chad are not betting eyebrows. No way. I've learned my bets. I almost had to look like Guy Fieri. That was going to be a nightmare. Here's my answer to that question. How do teams deal with friends and family coming over for a home party and expecting competition-style barbecue? Well, I think in order to address this, and this really comes with any type of question in the human element, it's all about communication. It's all about getting things out or, or getting out ahead of things. So, for instance, let's say that I was chief cook of a competition barbecue team. And I was going to be throwing a party, like this email says. I don't think I would be billing my party as a competition barbecue party. It would be, hey, we're just throwing on some racks of ribs. We're throwing on some pork butts. We're throwing on some briskets. Whatever you're going to be cooking for your party. 
uh, come over, bring a side dish, bring a 12-pack or 24-pack, better known as a case, of beer or bottle of bourbon, whatever the case may be, and, you know, eat till you're full and drink until you're happy and whatever the case may be. I don't think I would go out of my way if I'm a competition cooking team, even if people know that I cook in the competition circuit, that I'm going to be producing for a party of competitions. I think if your friends know you, they're going to know that they shouldn't be expecting the same thing at a backyard party that you're investing seven, eight, nine hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or more in on a competition weekend. They shouldn't be expecting the same thing from your party because you're having a party and you cook competitively. Now, secondarily, how do you explain to them it's not enjoyable? I think um, that's pretty easy. You give them a sample. Well, it's maybe it's not that easy because you give them a sample of your competition style barbecue because it's you know one or two bites, intense flavor. It's rich. It's heavy on the palate, knocking your socks off with flavor. Now imagine eating a plate of that. I think uh, Dave Bosco addressed this any number of weeks ago when we were actually talking about his uh, initial like uh, his local win on uh, barbecue pitmasters, and he said, "Look, you serve somebody a, a plate." Like you're at a party and you just put on four or five bones and four or five uh, slices of pork or um, brisket and you know maybe a pulled pork sandwich, some chicken, and you give somebody a plate of barbecue in the competition flavor profile wise, you know they might be throwing up halfway through it because it's just so over the top. It's not what people are used to. It's not how people traditionally make barbecue. So I you know I don't know if that's that hard of a question, I think sometimes we become so nailed down into the industry, the fans of the show and the fans of the industry, and you know so much about it, that the common folk isn't going to know that uh, there isn't a a uh, difference of, of flavor. Now, am I saying that um, every team uh, might not sit down and, and suck down a full plate of uh, competition barbecue? Absolutely not. But I think it's potentially fair to say that uh, the overwhelming majority of people uh, probably would be able to eat more traditional style home backyard home backyard home. What am I trying to say? Uh, backyard is my uh, feed keep freezing. What the hell? Um, just my opinion. I could be wrong, but you know I want to make sure that everybody is uh, able to enjoy as much as they want and isn't uh, limited by the the flavors that go on the meat. So thank you for writing it. Uh, don't forget, we're coming to uh, just a little less than an hour from now. We do have the Pit Barrel Cooker giveaway, which is going to be the last the last Pit Barrel Cooker giveaway. This has been a great promotion. We've played a lot of great games. Uh, also, coming up next week, we have... Next week. <laughs> coming up tomorrow, we have uh, Mitch Sonati who is the director of a documentary about uh, barbecue called American Smoke. We had him on months, months ago. And it's either just released or it'll be released later this week. Uh, he has promised a copy of the DVD to a lucky winner, so we'll have to figure out what we're going to do with that. Maybe we can uh, revive, revive the uh cheese or font segment or something like that where you call in if you're interested in getting a copy of this uh, by all accounts at least from the trailer this thing looks very packed with action and a lot of great 
uh, Northeastern uh, talent. I don't know how far. Uh, we'll ask Mitch tomorrow on the show. Uh, I don't know how far out of his way he went regionally to, to get this done because, you know, there's budget and there's time constraints and all that stuff. Uh, I believe I did see Denny Mike. I saw uh, Chris Hart in there as well. So definitely some top-tier talent in this. But just to kind of have the curtain pulled back on the competition scene and really get a, a great feel for how these guys do it each and every weekend. So Mitch Nadi will be on next. Uh, will be on tomorrow, and we'll talk about that. Uh, also, don't forget we do have a weekly recurring guest on the show. Do t- do people recall this? Uh, oh, tomorrow, October second, starts the newest night of the show, the Barbecue Central show, from nine until ten tomorrow, Wednesday. So Tuesdays and Wednesdays, you will find us here. Streaming live on the Outdoor Cooking Channel. You will find us streaming live on your smart devices through the audio. Tune in radio. You'll find us on the Roku. All that great stuff. So we'll be adding uh, more content. So if you listen through podcasts, you'll now get two new podcasts each week. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Already signed up is uh, Ray Lampy, Dr. Barbecue. We're going to be, speaking of reviving, we're going to be reviving or renewing or making popular once again his Ask a Dr. Barbecue segment. We have uh, a lot of stuff to cover tomorrow in our first installment. Uh, a lot of that is going to be focused on the upcoming American Royal. Uh, but as I said last week and as I posted on uh, that excerpt that I took out of the show last week and put it on Facebook a couple days ago, you know, the Wednesday show probably isn't going to be very heavily focused on competition. Now, look, I have three hours to play with now, uh, you know, uh, between the two nights. If I can't fit something in on Tuesday because somebody isn't available or they're on their way back from a very important competition and I want to get some feedback from them or I want that interview, and the only night they can do it is Wednesday, uh, Ray is going to be there no matter what. He's going to be there at 914. We're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff, uh, whatever the topics of the day are for that week. And then... Uh, after that, you know, we still got a, a number of minutes to work with during the rest of that hour. And currently, we have not one, but two open spots for uh, sponsorship. So, if you have always wondered how you can be a sponsor of this show and you want to get your wares out there to the people, because remember, uh, this show caters specifically to people that are in the barbecue and grilling industry. Uh, they don't have to be just competitors, but there are people like me, Backyard Warriors That Cook, that have uh, multiple cooking units, that have, buy accessories all the time, that buy rub and sauce all the time, uh, that look to take classes, that are buying fuels for their cooker. I mean, you name it. Uh, this is what, what we call in the industry target marketing. So if you have something for the barbecue and grilling industry and you don't want to make a huge investment to do broadcasting and advertising on traditional radio, uh, nothing is going to get you a more targeted audience than by about the Barbecue Central show and uh, the ability to partner with me. Uh, there'll be two spots uh, right around uh, nine. Well, you know, kind of like how they are right now. You know, we're going to have uh, right now we have three spots in each hour. Uh, so this first uh, for this uh, first while we'll have a t- two spots. So I want to make sure we got enough time for interview as well. You know, it's not all about the money, but it's all about the money. Right? Absolutely. All right. Uh, coming up out of the read, we have a $20 gift certificate to the barbecuesuperstore.com. And we talk to you for a few minutes about the good folks over at the Barbecue Guru. Long and away, far and away, my longest running sponsor of the show. 
This is the company that started it all. You know, a long time ago, there was a guy by the name of Shotgun Fred Perkle who was approached by one of his customers. You know, Fred, wildly successful in uh, automated temperature control in uh, industry. The things that were really important. Then he had a client that said, hey, Fred, make me up uh, one of these doohickeys that you do for really important stuff for my barbecue pit. So they threw it around and threw something up against the wall. Lo and behold, hey, it worked. Hey, there might be a market for this. Hey, we're going to get into this barbecue market. Well, now look, fast forward a number of years later. You have uh, four or five different models to choose from, but you have a creator of this technology that is always pushing the envelope, bringing new technologies to the market first. And, uh, I mean, are there other temperature control devices out there right now? Absolutely. Are they ones that uh, I would, you know, really look to buy over the barbecue guru? Not me personally. You know, I want to stick with the guys that know what they're doing. It's not just kind of, you know, in and out. Although, don't get me wrong. I don't mind the in and out. Hey-o. hey You head over to the website. TheBBQGuru.com. That's TheBBQGuru.com. And you can call them toll-free as well. Like uh, someone who is not technically inclined or handy, me. Sometimes I like to talk with people. Uh, 800-288-GURU. 800-288-GURU. You can talk to uh, any one of the knowledgeable uh, experts. They'll get you outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. Very easy to install. A few quick steps, and then you have automated pit temperature control. You're a busy working professional. You're busy with the kids all the time. Can't tend the pit temps. I get it, man. I'm there with you. Get one of these items. Simplify your life and let something else take care of the temperature so you can get on with uh, whatever it is you need to get done during the course of the day. 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. Or visit the website, thebbqguru.com, the Barbecue Guru, a breakthrough in barbecue technology. All right, we're back with a giveaway right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. All right, Jack, your chance to win a $20 gift card from the Barbecue Superstore. Thanks to Rich Parker and the gang over there, thebbqsuperstore.com. Just like my website, don't forget the, when you're going over to the Barbecue Superstore, thebbqsuperstore.com. And the subject line of an email you're about to send me, Fred Bernardo, nostylicksbarbecue.com, nostylicksbarbecue.com. You can win a $20 gift certificate from the Barbecue Superstore. Fred Bernardo, nostylicks.com. Good luck. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. 
All right, 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Uh, Don Geiger in the chat room asking if anybody's seen the Big Mista Arby's commercial. Who's Big Mista? Never heard of him. Who's he? Just kidding, of course. Uh, I think it's cool, A, that I know the guy on television. I do think it's weird that he's doing a brisket commercial for Arby's. I, hey, I like Bo Deedle as much as the next guy, except for the fact that, honestly, who the hell is Bo Deedle? Do pitmasters really think that Arby's makes better brisket sand? Pissed. I'm unhooking. Ooh, sorry. Chris Sorrell. So close. I didn't say no steam. I said no steam. One word. No steam. Sorry. Try again. Listening skills. Does Arby's really make better brisket sandwiches? than pitmasters out there on the competition circuit. Hey, you know me. I'd be doing it in a second. Nobody's asking me uh, for brisket sandwiches. You know what I mean? I still want to know who the hell Bo Deedle is. Who is that guy? Does anybody... The better question is this. We'll get to it at the top of the second hour before we bust out. Has anybody had an Arby's brisket sandwich? How good is it? Is it competition quality? Is it below restaurant grade? Is it below cafeteria? Is it passable? If you were having a brisket sandwich fix, would you make a beeline for an Arby's in your neighborhood? Because you want to get it all on the barbecue, and you want to get it all on the Arby's. Does horsey sauce taste good on an Arby's sandwich? Who can answer these questions? I don't know. No winner yet, either. Fred Bernardo, Nosty Licks, BBQ. Nosty Licks. I want to know. Maybe uh, we'll get some instant feedback uh, at 10 o'clock about this uh, Arby's sandwich. I'm fascinated with it. Never had it. Cheese and brisket sandwich don't go for me. That doesn't, go, that doesn't seem right. Who's had it? You stop lying. Come clean. Listen to the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Networks. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? We ate fifty before wieners. Oh listen, Lavernius, shake face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> We have top men working on it right now. Top men.
turn on a goddamn microphone today like, for the life of it. All right, we are back into the second hour. All right, Chris, uh, you did not get it. You put no stead, no steed. However, however, we do have a winner. Um, hell's this guy's name again? Oh, right. Uh, David won. Bro, bro, senior. David, I always forget what your uh, last name is. See, Dave got it right. David, listen, Fred Bernardo, Nosty, N O S T Y. I would have also taken N O S T E E, N O S T I, or any variation of the Nosty licks. You get it, right? You get the joke? No, Steelix. Uh, David, you do not need to send me anything. It is a gift card, and I will forward your information over to Rich Parker over at thebbqsuperstore.com, and uh, he will tell you how to redeem from there. Thank you for playing, David. Congratulations. All right, let me go back through. I have put cheese on a brisket sammy, just not from Arby's. The home of boiled roast beef. So I'm guessing Patrick is not uh, trying it. Let me get up into the chat here. Let's see. Saw it, saw it. Sadler Smokehouse Limited is making the brisket for Arby's. I don't know who Sadler Smokehouse is. I love the Neil got the spot, but I haven't seen it. I don't think anything out of Arby's can actually be called meat. Maybe meat glued. Chris, I have sold semi-loads of Sadler's briskets. That stuff is very consistent. Been to Sadler's to evaluate them for private label, and I would say that qualifies under shithole manufacturing facility. Wow. Uh, I don't know if I would count that as a uh, point of accreditation from Chadley Von Ward. Let's see. Has anybody... Okay, so, so far, from what I read... No, wait. Oh, oh. For a second there, I thought Don was going to say that he tried an Ar- So nobody in the chat room has actually tried an Arby's brisket sandwich. So I don't know what that goes to show me. That we are barbecue snobs, uh, that perhaps we are not sheep, and because a fast food restaurant has decided to slap barbecue on a sandwich, uh, we don't flock like the rest of the people will, like they do for McRib or if we affectionately call it here, a McPoop. I I believe I saw Burger King was some type of a McRib-style ripoff thing. Barbecue and fast food, man. Uh, 82's Barbecue almost did yesterday, but opted to go for the sandwich, got the French dip. I love the French dip at our... Oh, suck and then here come the McRib haters. Uh, still to come on the show tonight, gang, David Qualls from the American Dream Barbecue team. And your chance to win the free pit barrel cooker coming up in about 30 minutes from now. On the show next week, the hopefully, the winner of the American Royal Invitation Isle and the American Royal Open. Also, one of my favorite guys to talk barbecue with, who I finally got to meet in Oklahoma in March. Fast Eddie Mark will stop back by. Who knows what else could happen? We've got two days of the show, for crying out loud. All right, if you're going to the American Royal, let me read you this from my friends over at Tapacue, Innovative Solutions. 
Um, Tapacue at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue, the 4th and the 5th in the Governor's Exposition Building, booth 920. Tapacue is an internet Connected smoking and grilling thermometer device that has mobile apps for iPhone and Android smartphones for getting alerts and reading your temperatures from wherever. Tapacue debuted as a prototype at the 2012 American Royal World Series of Barbecue last year to determine the reception this idea would have had with barbecue enthusiasts. After a great reception to the idea, the journey of development proceeded. IS is now returning to the 2013 American Royal with the solutions barbecuers were enthusiastic for last year's the Tapacue during the event. They will also be participating in the barbecue competition as well, giving away their username, Pellet Heads, and guest password, Guest1. Those who can't be there live can still be a part of the fun by downloading the Tapacue iPhone or Android app and monitor temperatures from anywhere in the world with Pellet Heads team. Those that are attending the American Royal this year can also get a special show discount, $20 off the Tapacue purchase, and can be set up right there to use at the event. How about that? Check them out in the the Governor. Hello, Governor. The uh, Governor's Exposition Building, booth 920. If you want to check out Tapacue. Got one. Works, uh, Works actually pretty well. I also have a lot of thermometers. And they've been showing up recently, i got to be honest. And I love every minute of it. So I don't know how many people actually saw the Stephen Reichlin's webcast a couple weeks ago. He was on uh, uh, two weeks ago on this show, and he was talking about he was making his uh, first stretch into competition barbecue. i got to do something here real quick. Let me hit this real quick. Uh, and... Uh, no, not competition barbecue. He was making his first stretch into doing webcasting. And he was going to be doing a bunch of uh, tailgating recipes. And it was like out in the farm in the middle of nowhere. I, I, caught, I caught it just outside of the beginning, so I didn't, I didn't know where he was. But it was done through uh, you know some service that I hadn't heard of. And I sat through it overwhelmingly a, a success. I mean, you know, Stephen right at home in front of the camera going over his recipes and going over the methods and how to set up a three-zone fire and an eight-zone fire and all that other great stuff. But I did, you know, when you watch these things, it's kind of like going to a sales seminar for me. Go to a sales seminar, am I going to take away everything? Zero percent chance. When I go to these things now, because I've done them for so long, you know, I want to go out and, and maybe cherry-pick one or two items that I think... I could institute that in my daily repertoire. You know, maybe not do it exactly like the guy taught me or is promoting it on his sales seminar, but something I can kind of conform and make to my own. But help me, you know, add something to the quiver of, of closing arrows, if you will. Is the video feed off for me? What? No way. Hold on. Yes, it is. God damn it. Hold on. It's coming right back. There you go. It's all coming back to me now, guys. It's all coming back. Right. Nope. There you go. Um, yep, yep, yep. Sorry, Kevin. I, I, I realize what I've done. This is my mistake. Um, here's a great tip. Okay? I was watching the Stephen Reichlin on the webcast a couple weeks ago. For those of you that use charcoal chimneys, and maybe uh, you're going to be in the midst of a uh, very long charcoal cook, if you will, 
something that you want to, you know, consider. What is going on here now? Can anybody see me? Right? No, Greg likes to joke about the McGriff. Can anybody see me right now? Yup. Okay. Good enough. All right. So let me uh, let me ask you this. You know, Stephen doesn't use a lot of uh, the the slow cookers, if you will. So he's constantly adding charcoal. So he was uh, firing up one of these grills, and then he said, "Now, after you dump it out, leave one or two embers in the charcoal chimney. Set it back down." pour charcoal on top of it, and now those two embers underneath will start to ignite the rest of the charcoal chimney and be ready to go in no time. No work for you. Thank me later. Can't tell you how many times I have uh, decided that, geez, I have to get another charcoal chimney going, and uh, you know the only way for me to do it is kind of last second with the weed burner. Or the paraffin cubes, in, you need know, like four or five to get it up there and, and get going. Going ahead of the, going ahead of time, right? Going ahead of time, leaving you know one or two embers in the one that you just dumped out, and then reloading it back up with charcoal. Brilliant idea, thanks to your friend, my friend, a guy that'll be on in two weeks' time, Stephen Reichen. Boom! Thank you, Stephen, for that nugget. Wow, I didn't get to a lot of that stuff that I wanted to talk about. Somebody's a yapper that I know. All right, folks, if you uh, plan on having a party soon, maybe you don't plan on having a party soon, but you're going to be cooking, but you're going to be jaunting around the house, the uh, countryside estate. You need the eye grill. Quite frankly, you don't want to be the guy that has been attached to the cooker Instead of being able to enjoy your own party, you know, with the iGrill, you get a Bluetooth-enabled cooking thermometer that pairs with your Apple or Android device. Using the free iGrill Pro app, you can download that at the iTunes Store and the Google Play Store. You get about 200 feet of Bluetooth range. You can monitor your food from practically anywhere in the house. This gives you the free time to do what you want with the assurance that your food is being cooked perfectly. Go watch the game. You can have a beer. You can have seven. Mobile launch. Don't have seven beers, then mobile on. Well, only if you live next to me. I want to watch the uh, fun and frivolity that ensues. iGrill has your food covered no matter what you do. The iGrill has dual probe capability, so you can monitor two different pieces of meat at once. You can also measure the ambient temperature of your smoker or grill using the ambient temperature probe. That can be purchased at iGrillInc.com. I, the letter I, Grill, Inc., I-N-C, iGrillInc.com. Now, within the app, you can set maximum and minimum temperature settings. If your grill or smoker gets too hot or too cold, your smart device will alert you. Enter promo code CENTRAL at checkout. Get 15% off everything at iGrillInc.com. Don't forget, they also offer free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks. So if you're buying an iGrill, you're going to get it shipped to you for free. Plus, enter CENTRAL, get 15% off of that. I'm no mathematician, but 15% off of 50 is like, you know, 5 or $6, maybe. The free iGrill app for iOS has Facebook integration. You can upload pictures of what you're cooking right on the iGrill Facebook page. The app also has the globe feature that allows you to see all the other iGrillers around the world. You can use the graph to monitor the speed of which your temperature is rising. Manufacturers suggested retail price, $79. 
and 99 cents. Don't forget, coming up this month, you can win a free iGrill. We're going to be giving one away right here on the show, but first you go to iGrillInc.com, iGrillInc.com, enter promo code CENTRAL, get 15% off. This is what I'm here to tell you. All right, we're back with the American Dream Pitmaster, David Qualls, right after this. Stick around. Live from the Barbecues, you're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, we're back, 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Porn star or athlete coming up after this. Can you believe it? I know you can. Also, two more giveaways. Uh, Jim Elser, Sweet Smoke Q, giving away a bottle of Sweet Smoke Q juice. And uh, Easy Hooks are giving away a pair of two medium-handled Easy Hooks. That's all to come yet. Uh, However, my next guest won the Sam's Club Local this past weekend in Overland Park, Kansas. And we'll move on to the regional round in Midwest City, Oklahoma in two weeks' time. Let's head over to the hotline and welcome back a friend of the show, pitmaster of the American Dream Barbecue Team, David Qual is joining me here on the show. David, how are you, buddy? Hey. David, I was going to play uh, the American Dream Dusty Roads entrance music because I know the name of the team and the American Dream kind of coincide there and you guys were good buddies and all that stuff. Honestly, yeah. the worst theme song I have ever heard in my life. I couldn't even put it on the show. What is, that thing is the worst ever. Uh, you know, WWE did that thing way back there. I can't remember when, but if I can get my camera straight here. Is that good? Yeah, it's it great. Was pretty, yeah, it, was, it was funky. It was funky. Well, they've certainly come a long way with uh, entrance music as far as the WWE is concerned, but that's neither here nor there. Um, They will get to the uh, competition this past weekend in a few minutes, but uh, maybe if you could, uh, for the folks that uh, maybe didn't hear you on uh, towards the beginning of the year when we were talking about the events that you put on out there in uh, Miami, Oklahoma, a little uh, refresher about how you kind of got into this competition scene and and maybe what drew you into it. Uh, I live in Tecumseh, Oklahoma, and they did a local contest here like in 2009. And one of the ladies in town put it on, said, you know, we want to do this. Can you help? And I said, sure, we'll help. I, I owned a Kingfisher cooker, but I'd never done anything like this. And, and, and we entered it again the next year, and it was cool. And then we went that one and went to visit a friend in Louisiana. That would have been in 2011 and cooked Slidell. So we did two contests there. Well, last year I told my wife, Chris, I said, let's, let's, let's do this a little bit. So we looked in. And went to uh, Scotty Johnson's class, Cancer Shucks, Chicago, took his class and said, okay, let's do 10, see what happens. We went right home the next weekend, went to Winter Q and one brisket. It's like, uh oh, we're hooked. We said we're going to do 10. We wound up doing 21. This year, with the Sam's local last weekend, was 28 for this year. So, needlessly, we're hooked right now. 
All right, so if I'm looking at the fact that you know you were going to do 10, you ended up doing 20-plus the first year, now you're on your way to 30, uh, are, are you a team that you know next year or two years down the road would be looking at a, a serious run at uh, Team of the Year? Because you have to put in you know, the 30-plus the contests or so uh, to really kind of get in contention for that. You know, we're fortunate that we're in the top 50 right now. We're seventh in the nation in brisket. We've got two GCs late in the season, and we're learning every every week. But it's 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 not so much the competition uh, that I beat this team or that team beat me. The camaraderie, it's just like a family reunion every weekend, this barbecue business is, and there's no – no crazy personalities. There's no keeping up with the Joneses. Usually these contests we go to are all centered around some kind of civic community action, and it's a blast. So, shoot, if, if I had the time to cook 50, I would. We're doing right now, but we're, we're having a blast. Who knows what we'll be doing in two years? We may do three. I don't know. <laughs> David Qualls joining me here on the show. Uh, the American Dream Barbecue team is uh, his team's name. If we could, let's go ahead and take a look back this past weekend, the Sam's Club event. Plenty of big-name teams at this local qualifier. You managed to not only move on, but win the whole damn thing. What were the keys to success over there this past weekend, David? I think the keys to the success was is I had a tooth infection, and I was hurting so bad I didn't <laughs> want to talk to anybody. I mean, I stayed close to my trailer, paid attention to what I was doing, and we had a good cook. Chris, my wife. She stayed on top of me, and, and just everything fell together really good. We had a good time. There was a lot of competition. Last year, you know, I talk about Winter Q. Our second contest ever was the Sam's Local in Midwest City, and, and we, we, we found up sixth place. You know, we thought this barbecue stuff's easy. And then we went to St. Charles to the regional, came in next to last. <laughs> but uh, So we it was a little mixed feelings even entering this thing. And then looking at that field, I mean, you had – Hogtide, Pellet Envy, Little Pig Town, JP Custom Smoke, uh, Smokers Wild, um, uh, Whiskey Pit Barbecue. I mean, you had a lot of top 10 teams in different categories there. And then there we are. And, and I just focused and everything worked right. It hit right. We cooked good, good barbecue in one. I mean, that's all I can say. You know, you mentioned the fact that you had that uh, tooth infection and it kind of caused you to be a little bit more towards the trailer. In other weekends, do you find that socialization, I don't want to say becomes an issue, or, or that you can kind of get caught up in that aspect of it, or do people kind of separate themselves uh, when it's really time for the game? You can get caught up in it real quick if you roll in on Friday afternoon and you've never even cracked a crowd back on your meat, but you've cracked a case open on your bud and you got them on ice and you start worrying about it at 9 or 10 o'clock on Friday night or what you're going to do. You know, and that's one thing I say, if you take a good class, whether it's Scotty Johnson's, Dave Bosca's, Donnie Teal with Buffalo's, a Trig class or a Pelodemi class, barbecue contest on Friday night starts on Tuesday for me. As soon as we hang up tonight, I'm going to trim briskets. And so I get my time planned. I have a timeline that when we roll in on Friday, I start doing things at noon. Then I have a window from the cook's meeting till about eight or nine o'clock at night to, that, that we can go have fun. And then it's time to go bed to bed and get up at three in the morning and it's all business until one thirty. All right. So as we look back at your individual results at the Sam's club local, you were third in chicken, you won ribs, eighth in pork, second in brisket. So all top 10 calls, uh, all but three top three or better. Did you think that the cook went that well for you or did some of these scores surprise you? Um, 
a couple of scores really surprised me. I mean, you know, we our, our brisket's been good, then it went to sleep for like five weeks. Uh, we cooked Box Blues and Barbecue in Fayetteville last week with a 180 first place. Came back in, our brisket was second this week behind Little Pig Town, and, and I didn't think it was going to get that good, although I knew it tasted good. It just didn't look good. Uh, my pork, actually, I thought was probably bland, and it, and it scored eight. You know, it was the worst, but our, our ribs – I had a problem with some ribs. Oh, back into July, 1st, August, texted a friend and said, you know, I'm just beating my head against the wall on ribs. About 30 minutes later came a magic text of, Hey, you need to do this, this, and this and see what happens. And bang, we just woke up on ribs. And so you know, I'm, 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 I'm following the, the procedure and the timeline and our ribs have been very good. And now I just woke up the lights and it's good. Chicken. Everybody knows what a struggle chicken is. And Chris, my wife, does the chicken from purchasing it to putting it on the pit, saucing it and everything. And she has just been totally involved in it. And if you look at our scores, they have woke up over the last six weeks. And so it's just everything came together. All the planets lined up right last week for us. You know, I know the competitors and the teams that go each and every week, regardless if it's a Sam Club or if it's, you know, a local 10, 15 team competition around uh, wherever your neck of the woods is from wherever you are. You want to win. But, I mean, you had some big, heavy-hitting teams in here. Did you have a mindset of looking to go into win, or did you want to get top six just to move on, considering who else was in that field? Uh, my, you know, I, I look at every contest like this. I want to go out there and try and get my four best categories, you know, get them, do my best on them, and go and then throw them to the judges and see what happens. I mean, I've cooked everywhere from Havasu City, Arizona, to Medellia, Minnesota to Slidell, Louisiana this year. And we've been all over the place, seeing different judges, different flavor profiles. And the one thing that Dave Bosca taught me, Butcher Barbecue, is is good barbecue wins wherever you're at. And that's what I've concentrated on was good barbecue. I think just the lucky thing is, is it all fell together today. And I wasn't, I didn't care whether we won or not. I wanted to, but I've been there, finished next to last in the regionals. And so I knew what it was going in. Just cook my stuff and see what happens. And, and we won. By 10 points, we won. David Qualls joining me here on the show. Your second win of the season, comparing the two, maybe it's like kids, but uh, comparing the two, would you say that this is your best overall cook to date this year? Um, probably not. You know, I think I cooked better pork, but in, and I've cooked better in some other areas. I felt like, you know, I think we got, we hit good tables. And the new KCBS score sheets let you know when you hit a good table and a bad table. I cooked a really good cook at Downstream Casino and lost that thing. Finished up third, lost it by one taste point in any category because I hit a table that just threw one category so bad. And that table didn't produce anything higher than 19th the whole day. And uh, so I knew I had a better cook there. I had a great cook in Scott City, Kansas, kind of the same thing. This one here, I had a great cook and hit the great tables and everything lined up right. So we were we were happy. Is it fr- – I wasn't going to ask you about this, but I mean, you're bringing up tables, and I heard uh, Donnie, I've also talked to uh, Tim Grant a little bit over the weekend about hitting tables. Is it frustrating to know if, if you don't get on the quote-unquote good table that your best barbecue could really – because of the table, it could keep you out of the top five, top six, or from winning? It, it's, it's frustrating, but then again – when you look at golf, every golfer would like to go out and pick where they actually put the hole at on the green. 
you know, because I'm a better left color swinger than I am right, you know. So, you know, it's going to average itself out. I'm going to hit good tables. I'm going to hit bad tables. You know, there may have been somebody that would have smoked us this last week had they hit the same tables we did on the same categories. And it, it's gone on since day one. It's just now the new score program shows it. I don't say that there's a way to fix it. I don't know how you can go start scolding judges in the first two years and go, oh, you're consistently a bad judge. You can't cook anymore. You know, he just may not taste what he's wanting or she is. But, yes, I look at it. I analyze it. I keep a spreadsheet. I know, you know, listen, my pork over the last five weeks has got eights and nines. And so here's an issue that, that they like to taste where they like the tenderness and they like the look of the box, but there's something offensive to my taste to two of, of, of the six judges every time or three of the six. So I start making those little tweaks. So I'm seeing things. And if you look at it over five, six, seven contests, one bad table, it's still going to bounce out because you've got one good table in there at the same time. David Qualls from the American Dream Barbecue team joining us here on the show. Uh, David, you're going to be heading out to Midwest City, well, uh, in two weeks, obviously, for the uh, the regional round, and then you know, hopefully you move on to the final round in Bentonville. What changes did you look to make, or perhaps what things did you commit to work on during the offseason between you know 12 and this year to really elevate what you and Chris are bringing in the circuit this year? Well, well, first of all, let me plug it. This is beautiful for any first-year team, second-year team to win one of these things. I mean, this is oh, this, this is an accomplishment. Right that here. is a beauty. Wow, <laughs> very nice. We left we left the Royal last year, and that was our last contest because as soon as the Royal was over with, I went and got my hip replaced. I mean, I'm talking the last six weeks of barbecue. I was on four to six lore tabs a day for pain. So I don't know, you know, I, I was hurting so bad I was ready to get it over with, but I had a lot of time to think about it. I changed cookers. You know, I, I changed what I was using for a pit. I changed what I was using for rubs. I changed suppliers for meat. Uh, I scouted on the Internet. I looked at my scores. I looked at my pictures. I, I mentioned that spreadsheet. That spreadsheet has a picture of every box of turn-in that we've done, wow. all 21 last year and all 28 this year. And I look and see where did I do things. Go to Barbecue Critic. I looked at Barbecue Critic at their boxes and said, you know, if I do this this way and I this way and took another class, I plan to take another class next year. So I scouted it and got pretty serious about it, and, and, and it helped our game. What benchmarks do you set up to gauge whether or not you're having a quote-unquote successful season or not? Uh, stats. You know, I have to look on my spreadsheet across, you know, four or five contests and go, am I getting better in that category? Am I staying the same or am I getting worse? You know, Mike Hayes from Teen InnoServe told me one thing early last year. He says, just because you do bad one contest, don't go throw your whole flavor profile out. You've got to run it three or four times. And if it doesn't work, then start making little changes. And, and last year, towards the end of the year, I was making big changes every contest. And uh, this year we started out and we made little tweaks, little tweaks, got this wheel tied on then started working on the next wheel. And it, and it worked out a lot better that way. You're heading out to the American Royal this coming weekend, Dave. Uh, biggest event each year, especially in regards to just the sheer number of teams that are going to take part in it. Any expectations that you have set up for this deal? I uh, My biggest plan is to get there tomorrow night so I can get parked. And, and be there. We're going to get to, uh, it, it's homecoming to me. I mean, we get to see people that I haven't seen since KCBS banquet, uh, people that I hadn't seen since last year at the Royal. 
Uh, we're only cooking the uh, invitational because we didn't qualify for the open. We hit our, I mean, we're only cooking the open. We didn't qualify for the invitational because we hit our GC this year, the first week in August, right at the cutoff time. But uh, uh, we're going to have fun and hopefully, you know, don't get me cute. Don't come in last. Um, and that's basically it. But, you know, Dream will be with us. Ready to drop the big elbow on a competition just like it was. <laughs> He's going to get funky like a monkey. Look at that in thing. Public, if you will. Where, where <laughs> did you get that thing? Put that back up there for a second. Oh, my Look buddy. Uh, wow. A, a, a teacher friend of mine, Rhonda Ellard's son, <laughs> had all the dusty toys. And she gave us this about halfway through the season. And it's almost like going on the Rempy show a week before a contest. Of course. It brought us luck. You know, so now we got the double punch going on right here. We got the dream, and we're on the Rippy show the week before the Royals. So who knows what will happen? Dave, let me ask you a quick question here. We've got a couple minutes left before I turn you loose so you can go cut those briskets up. You know, you're a businessman. Uh, you're very successful in the gaming industry, which probably a lot of people don't really know about. You know, when you look missing in regards to getting these things to where maybe the average payout for a winning team isn't like $800, but it's more like fifteen dollars or $25,000. Uh, do we need to add by subtracting in some cases? I mean, what do you think? I don't know. I think uh, pro barbecue or, or pro barbecue is not there yet. Uh, I think we're probably going to have to create some divisions. I mean, when you look this year, I was looking, there's 2,500 teams ranked in KCBS's team of the year. Last year, I think it was almost 4,000. So it's down some. But then again, you've got, we, I think we're going to have to create some divisions. And if you create a pro division, then, you know, you'll get some sponsors in there where you get up. It's just like golf. You know, you know, you have NGA and PGA and things like that, which I'm not a golfer at all. But the same way with rodeo and bull riding and that kind of stuff, you have different divisions. And once you uh, get to that level of a better division, Kingsford's going to want to get involved in that thing. But right now with 2,000 people cooking, how do you know who to get behind or how do you know to get behind a contest? I, I, as a promoter, uh, and I put on Buffalo Runs contest last year in, in March, it was hard, you know, to do that. And, you know, and, and, and we're going to be talking at some point about the next year's March contest, which we're going to go way over the top on, on some things. But, uh, it, it's going to have to build some corporate entity on it. KCBS is going to have to help with that. Sam's has put a great shot of B12 into the arm by putting that kind of money into this deal. Just for us to, if we would have finished sixth yesterday, to have a shot at the money that they're offering at Bentonville, you know, is a dream come true because there's only 50 people for yep. that money, not 500 like the American Royal Open. David Qualls is the pit master of the American Dream Barbecue team. Uh, David, good luck this weekend. Obviously, the uh, karma will be with you. Uh, thanks so much, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again soon, buddy. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate you putting me on. Yeah, you got it. There he is, David Qualls, the American Dream Barbecue team. Uh, a real up-and-comer. I mean, these guys, uh, I could absolutely see them making a run for uh, Team of the Year next year. Uh, but I think when you look at the teams that are you know, really biding for that top spot, you know, they're doing 30, 35, maybe a little bit more, and they're scoring very well. And I don't think it wouldn't be out of, I mean, you know, for as good as Donnie Bray's interview was, I think he brought up a very good point, and we probably need to have a segment on this. 
really explain how team of the year is calculated. What do you have to do? Is it just showing up and you get points or uh, do only so many count or anything? Might not be a bad idea uh, to at least have uh, lay it out in a segment where everybody can understand how points are achieved and you know how teams make themselves uh, available at a shot at winning for uh, team of the year. That might uh, not be the worst segment I could ever do. All right, uh, coming up in the 1035 segment, you will have your chance to win the Pit Barrel Cooker, the last free Pit Barrel Cooker of our three-week promo we've been running with pitbarrelcooker.com. Check that out. All right, let me talk to you quickly about uh, Butcher's Barbecue. Easily one of the most sought-after rubs, sauces, injections, of course, Uh, You know, the pork injection, the beef injection, the prime injection. Of course, now they have the fowl injection called the bird boost. See, I did a little play on words. You use these injections to maintain moisture or increase a moisture yield. Uh, For instance, the uh, chicken injection, the bird booster. And it's going to give you three times more retention than it would if you just go ahead and brine your bird. You know, under a normal, uh, what, 12, 24-hour time frame, you got uh, 7% in a brine. You got 21% when you're using bird booster. So, you know, if you don't want the additional moisture in your meat, hey, you know, brine it. Or you can do what the pros are doing. Right in your backyard, too. You don't have to. It's like I say all the time. You know, I used to ask the guys that uh, make all of these injections, is this something that is just for competition? Absolutely not. Uh, I started to inject quite a bit just in the backyard. That's all I do. I'm just a backyard guy. I love using Dave's, I especially love using his uh, prime injection when I am doing briskets because it uh, keeps the brisket juicy, but it's got that award-winning flavor enhancer combined with the competition standard and beef flavor, and it's available right now just along with everything else that he's offering, butcherbbq.com. Now, uh, he's got the rubs, the sauces, the brisket rub, uh, the honey rub, the premium rub that works really well with the injections formulated to work hand in glove. Perfect one-two punch to impress friends and judges alike. And, of course, that sweet barbecue sauce, uh, which everybody knows I'm a barbecue sauce snob. So if I'm fawning over a sauce openly and egregiously, it's got to be good. And Butcher's Barbecue Sauce wins in every category for me. Now, a lot of people worried about shipping. Don't worry here either. Anything at uh, 55 bucks ships at $8.55. Uh, $55 to $200, $200 ship at $9.75. Anything over $200 ships free. So head on over to ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. Don't forget about the trade-in program that you have. If you're using somebody else's commercially made injection, you find that you don't like it or the scores are tumbling, send back what you have to Dave. He'll weigh it, and then in return, he'll send you back Prime, the pork, premium injection, the bird booster, you name it. And he will send you back an equal portion of what you sent to him competitor's rub or a competitor's injection back with his own stuff you're back to your winning ways butcherbbq.com that's butcherbbq.com always trust your butcher we are back with a giveaway right after this All 
right, here we go. A bottle of Jim Elser's Sweet Smoke Q Juice. Sweet Smoke, the letter Q.com. Sweet Smoke, the letter Q.com. For one succulent bottle of the Sweet Smoke Q Juice. This is really good stuff. you got to try it. If you don't win, again, that website to pick up your own, Sweet Smoke Q, the letter Q, dot com. Uh, you send me an email in the subject line, The American Dream Dusty Roads. The American Dream Dusty Roads. And you can win a bottle of Sweet Smoke Q juice, thanks to Jim Elser. Sweet Smoke, the letter Q, dot com, if you want to grab yours right now. Good luck. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs. And the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, we're back, and we do have a winner. Jason. Jason with no last name. J-A-S-E-N. Let's see. Do I get anything here? I hold his name. Jason. Uh, 82's BBQ. Jason, you won. Uh, you need to send me a email with your shipping address. Uh, put Sweet Smoke Q in the subject line. I'll get that down to Jim, and he will hook you up. Sweet Smoke Q. Put that in the subject line. Uh, karma for Don G. Cooking the Atlantic City Comp this weekend with Purple Pork Masters. Big lineup. Any chance for a little show, Karma? How about a lot of show, Karma? Don, how about that? Good luck to you and the Purple Pork Masters. Looking at my winners here. Master, Master. All right, I can get rid of that one. Uh, gang, uh, we're going to give away the last pit barrel cooker. 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. If you want to jump in. We're going to be playing... Uh, we're going to be playing Porn Star or Athlete, of course. So let's kick this off the right way. <gasps> Uh-oh. What'd I do with it? Oh, damn it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is El Smokebo of the EIB Network. That's right, the excellence in barbecue. I am your instructor for advanced barbecue studies at the El Smokebo Institute. And tonight we're going to be playing for a free pit barrel cooker, athlete, or porn star, your host Greg Rempe. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. All right, hey, the El Smokebo came back. El Smokebo! All right, let's head to the line. Who do we got on the line here? Hello? Hello, who's this? This is Bill Minahan. I'm sorry, who is this? This is Bill Minahan. All right, how are you doing, buddy? Good, buddy. How are you doing? Doing absolutely fantastic. Drive. You're driving? Yeah. Driving in the truck, going to the Royal. 
Look at you. All right, on his way to the Royal. All right, so uh, let me cue up my uh, real show music here. Okay. For Athlete or Porn. Okay, here we go. So uh, here's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be playing Athlete or Porn Star. I'm going to ask you a name, and then you are going to quickly decipher within a five-second time frame whether this is person is an athlete or whether they are a porn star. Easy enough? I think I can do this. All right, you think you can do it. Okay, you got to get two in a row right. Here's your first one. Okay, got it. Pee-wee Gash, athlete or porn star? What was the last one? I'm sorry. Pee-wee Gash. I thought these were going to be women porn stars. <laughs> uh, gonna... Oh, no! Dude, five seconds, bro. We suck again! Five seconds. Come on. Get with it, pal. All right, who are we talking with? Rob Bates. Rob Bass, internationally known. Don't rock the microphone. That's right. Do you get stupid? I mean outrageous? <laughs> Not contagious. All right. We could do this all night, I know. All right. Uh, athlete or porn star? <laughs> you ready, Rob? Yeah. All right. Uh, let me pick a good one. It looks easy. Okay. Right, here we go. Ivana Mandic, athlete or porn star? Athlete. You are correct. Ivana Mandic, athlete, WNBA. Sounds like a porn star. All right. For all the marbles. Lars Boom, athlete or porn star? Oh, man. I'm going to go with the athlete. Oh, no. Uh, Sorry, again. porn star. Sorry. All right. All right, who are we talking with? Patrick Pockett. I'm sorry, who? It, this is Patrick. Oh, Patrick pa- Pockett. Patrick Pockett. Patrick, how are you, buddy? Long time central like Patrick Pockett joining me here on the show. I, 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 I have a question of you, Greg. You have a question of me? Yes. Well, uh, uh, we're kind of running a game show, Patrick. Is it quick? I, I understand, but it's a technical question based on um, on the questions you're going to be asking. Yeah, go ahead. Are not porn stars also athletes? Uh, sometimes, perhaps. Sometimes, perhaps. Right. I, I'm running the show, Patrick. Shut up, or you want to play, or what? I do want to play. All right, here we go. Uh, your first name. Mo Cheeks, athlete or porn star? Mo Cheeks is an athlete. Absolutely, athlete. A stellar guard for the New York Knicks. He is an NBA player. All right. For all the marbles. Naomi Banks, athlete or porn star? Naomi Banks? Naomi Banks. Athlete. Oh, no! We suck again! Porn star, of course. Remember, gang, uh, five seconds, please. Can we please? Who are we talking with here? Matt. Matt, how are you, buddy? Pretty good, man. Hey, Matt, you ready to play athlete or porn star? Absolutely. All right, remember, you only have uh, like five seconds after I ask you the name. So, you know, make a determination. Don't ask me for clarification. You know, I'm here to trick you because we're giving away a $300 cooker. Good enough? 
All right. All right, here we go. We're going to play athlete or porn star. First name. Capri Cavelli. Athlete or porn star? Athlete. Sorry. Sorry, man. Porn star. Capri Cavelli, porn star. All right. Sorry for the delay there. I froze up for a second. All right, who are we talking with? Kevin. Kevin? Yes. All right, Kevin. All right, ready to play athlete or porn star? Yes. All right. Uh, first name, Kevin. Skin Diamond, athlete or porn star? Skin Diamond. Skin Diamond. Yep. Um, porn star. Correct. Skin Diamond is a porn star. All right. For all the marbles, Kevin, you excited? Yes. Katie Cox, athlete or porn star? Katie Cox. Athlete. Oh, no. Nice. We suck again. Five seconds. Come on. Who are we talking with? This is Ryan. Ryan? Ryan with a B. Oh, Brian. It's not Ryan. It's Ryan. Never yes. mind. All right, Brian, you ready to play athlete or porn star? Yes. Maybe I should have wrote down more names. Oh, my God. All right, uh, Brian, here we go. First name. Sarah Vandella. Athlete or porn star? You have five seconds. Athlete. Oh, no! We suck again! No. Sarah Vandella, porn star. I thought you guys knew your porn stars. I'm either disappointed or somewhat proud. <laughs> Still making up my mind. All right, who is this? It's Sylvie. Is this is who? Hello. Oh, is this Sylvie? Hello. Yep. Uh, break it up. This is Sylvie. Hey, Sylvie, how are you? Pretty good. All right. Uh, turn, turn, turn the radio down in the back. You're going to get lost in the Echo Monster. I'll have to okay. hang up on you. Okay. It's off. All right, Sylvie, ready to play porn star or athlete? I'm ready. All right. Uh, first name, Riley Steele, porn star or athlete? Athlete. Oh, no. No. We suck again. Riley Steele, porn star. Wow, this is a hard one. Who's this? This is Mark. Matt. All right, Matt, ready to play porn star or athlete? Yes. All right, five seconds after I give you the name. Porn star or athlete? Dallas Drake, porn star or athlete? Porn star. No, Dallas Drake oh, no. is an athlete. We suck again. He is an NHL player. All right, go back to the phone. I'm quickly running out of names. Who's this? Hello. Who's this? This is Laura. This is who? This is Laura. How are you tonight? Doing fine, thanks. Doing very well. Uh, ready to play athlete or porn star for a free pit barrel cooker? I am. Okay, here we go. First name. Yeah. Jamario Moon, athlete or porn star? Jamario Moon would be an athlete. 
Correct. Jamario Moon is an athlete, NBA player. Played here in Cleveland, believe it or not, many years ago. All right, uh, question number two for all the marbles. Here's your name. Destiny Hooker, athlete or porn star? Destiny Hooker. Um, that would be an athlete. Absolutely right. She is an athlete. WNBA. How about that? All right, you are a winner. You win the last of the uh, free pit barrel cookers. How about that? That is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so here's what you have to do. you got to send me an email and include this particular information. Your name, your address, Mm -hmm. and a phone number. Got to have a phone number. I will forward that down to... Uh, Noah Glanville over at uh, Pit Barrel Cooker. Uh, give them about a week or so to ship it out, and then you'll be all set to go. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for calling in. There you go. Wow. That took forever. But we do have a wiener. Thank you. Once again, guys, I'm I'm either excited and happy and feeling that my listenership has a lot more of a highbrow level than I thought we did, or I am indeed ashamed that you have no idea. Dude, the porn star. I mean, it's not like I put eight hours into picking out, you know, porn star names and athlete names. You probably could have Googled it real quick and had a list to check off of. Nevertheless, I appreciate everybody calling in. That's fun. Is that a fun game or what? Let me go back up through the chat room here. The lesson learned is that no one pays attention to the name of the porn star. Pat, correct. All back, athlete, athlete, athlete. Martin's on the phone. I did it many times, three times with a porn star. Look at this. You guys helping out people. What about what's going on? Rob Bass, my 13-year-old says I should have studied better. How about that? Little uh, father-son time at the old uh, drive-in, if you know what I mean. Streaming does not provide names. That's right. Hey, if if you want to know, I mean, you got to find a way to, to get it done, right? Absolutely. All right. Congratulations, Aaron. I do want to thank uh, Noah Glanville and uh, all the great folks over at Pit Barrel Cooker. PitBarrelCooker.com. That's Pit barrelcooker.com. Check it out. Get yourself one. These are one of the most foolproof cookers out there on the market today. They really cook a ton of meat, plus they're unique in the fact that you can hang the meat. Ribs, brisket, turkeys, chickens, you name it. And then if you don't want to hang meat, if that weirds you out for whatever reason, it does come with a grill grate as well that sets right down in there. It's got its own little uh, stand that jacks up off of uh, the patio or deck or whatever the case may be. It does get hot under the bottom, so you know, if you're like me and you don't want to burn your deck, you know, get it out somewhere where it's not going to catch fire. It does get hot. It is running off charcoal. <laughs> um, maybe tomorrow when we have Dave, uh, Mitch Sanadi on talking about sweet or uh, American smoke, we will revive porn star or athlete for a free copy of that documentary. I think it would be great. Thanks again to... Uh, Noah Glanville and Pit Barrel Cooker for that three-week giveaway. Tremendous. Loved every second. And I appreciate everybody for calling me. Typically, we don't get a lot of uh, call-ins, if you will. Uh, But no shortage of uh, me strolling through the line and grabbing people up to uh, take a shot at. 
very fun. Thanks to them uh, and for allowing me to do this uh, promotion. Hope it uh, benefited everybody, especially the three of you that are going to be using those cookers. Report back on those cookers. I want to hear what you think about it. All right, uh, Arno Smokers, a custom pit builder combining innovation, the art of their cutting-edge offset style and vault-style barbecue pits located in Granbury, Texas. That has been the home of Arno Smokers since the beginning. Arno Smokers has continued to widen its range using visionary planning both on the design level and the quality of the craftsmanship to bring their customers the finest custom pits on the market. Now, if you've been looking for a custom pit without the hefty price tag and the weight of some of the other manufacturers on the market, no names, please. Make this your first choice, at least to stop by and take a look. Mention you heard about Arno Smokers on the Barbecue Central show. Receive an additional discount off the already low price. For more information, follow the link to their Facebook page, which can be found on the Barbecue Central show website. Click on the logo at the right or visit the sponsor page or the links page on my website. That will get you to Arno's Facebook page. Or conversely, you can email one or both, Billy Overton, which you can do at Billy, B-I-L-L-I-E, B-I-L-L-I-E underscore ro smokers at yahoo.com or you can email tony belay t-o-n-y underscore ro smokers at yahoo.com billy underscore ro smokers tony underscore ro smokers both at yahoo.com don't forget to check out their facebook page regularly as they do have weekly drawings and giveaways from their barbecue partners as well so i give away stuff on this show in a same vein you visit the Facebook page of Arno Smokers, and you might be able to get your hands on some free swag or sauce or rub or whatever they got going on with their barbecue partners. And again, you can get there by visiting my website, The Barbecue Central Show. Click on the Arno logo at the bottom right of the main page, or you can go to the sponsors page or the links page, and that will get you to their Facebook page, and you can check it out from there. Billy underscore rosmokers.com or Tony, T-O-N-Y underscore rosmokers.com proud sponsor of the show and i'm happy to have him bill minahan it will cost greg a cooker when he wants to interview me next week at least a duo no you guys can't take more than five seconds your fault you know the rules all the rules now's the time where we give stuff away People give us stuff on the show to give away at no money for you. That's why it's free. Send an email on its way when I tell you to. That's why we give stuff away. All right, last giveaway tonight. Bill crying about how he got ripped. Come on, Bill. Everybody has... Because you don't know your uh, porn stars, your athletes, right off the top of your head. Not my problem. That's your problem. Easy Hooks. The website, bbqhooks.com. You're going to get two medium-handled hooks, hookers. Thanks to Marsha Perry and Easy Hooks for this giveaway. And as I said before, aside from the regular uses that you're going to use it for in the barbecue world, great bacon for it. Also, great eye gouger or makeshift weapon if somebody breaks into your estate. Very sharp. Take heed. Very sharp. Uh, you can win two medium-handled hooks from Easy Hooks, bbqhooks.com. If you send me an email in the subject line, Bill got ripped. Bill got ripped. 
and you can win two medium hook handled, two medium handled hooks from the good folks over at Easy Hooks, and again that website bbqhooks.com. Good luck. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, 877-448-0433, Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com, winner of the Easy Hooks, Kevin Bird. Kevin Bird. Don Geiger weighing in, sold my pit barrel cooker for an ounce of weed. What? Get that big stuff out of here. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ounce of weed? Watch out. Just kidding, of course. Uh, so Kevin Bird wins. Kevin, you need to send me an additional email. If you're listening, and uh, shoot me your shipping info, a subject line of that one, Easy Hook. Easy Hook. On cell phone, have been driving for a 1,000 miles. Okay. How about I just give you my free jambo that I just got last week, Bill? How about that? We good now? We good? We make up? Let's make up. Oh, no! We suck again! All right, uh, big night tomorrow, if I may remind you. We're going to be uh, back on board. The new hour of the show, Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You come right back here. All the way back in the first hour of tonight's show, we talked with Donnie Bray from Warren County Pork Choppers. Uh, we did not talk with Fred Bernardo, but we did talk with David Qualls from the American Dream Barbecue Team. And uh, Laura M. won the last pit barrel cooker. Uh, if you're cooking with raw cast iron, reseason it each and every time. September 11, 2001. I will never forget. Uh, we will see you back here tomorrow at 9 p.m. That sounds weird to say. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another edition of the Barbecue Central Show. Until then, your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night.